0: And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, all Ireland football
1: champions for
2: 1949. Oh, beautiful me, you got all that I need. <laughs> Dempsey
0: hits Davin Fee. Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colin Kyle hitting Infinity.
3: This is Colm's first punch. Finity, delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10, Dublin 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Garrity and these
1: are the football champions.
0: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another edition of the We Are Mean podcast. I'm Mickey Brennan and I'm joined by David Rispin from the Rispin blog and from uh, the parish of uh, Um And we're also, oh sorry, the parish of Bormean. um And we're also joined by Kieran Flynn. Uh, doesn't know whether he's done Saini or Clemeson, but he's definitely Sanchez done Saini this weekend. Anyway, that's, uh, that's for sure. And uh, we'll come back to that with the Junior A Championship results. Uh, later on, uh, it's an action-packed um, pod this week. We've got the Mead Ladies were in action, so we're the Mead Ladies under 16s. We have a fixture as well for the commogues As uh, Kieran Flynn just turns off the uh, sound there on the old computer. Um, uh, again, thanks to all of our listeners on um, Periscope on Twitter, um, and fair play to Kieran Flynn who's that all set up in front of him, and that's where you could hear the computer uh, beeping uh we've also got the league finals we're on we've got junior a championship round three and some round four games as well uh the league finals as said uh, division one division two II, division three in the all-county football league b division one as well there was promotion relegation and um, there was one game in that i think and then we have the knockout cups we've got fixtures for that and we've got fixtures for the club hurling championship i think that's starting next weekend so what we'll do is we'll kick off with the Mead ladies and uh, the Mead ladies were playing Longford. That game actually was today and that was in Ashburn I believe um, and Mead came away with a victory here. 19 points to Longford's two goals and nine and um, it was in Park Dolphin, was it? Um, David was just whispering in my ear that it was in Park Dolphin. It was supposed to be in Ashburn, no, it? was, it was it? originally, yeah, for yeah, so anyway, um, good result for the girls there, getting a five, a four-point victory over Longford, um, Kieran Flynn, um, back winning ways, and um, I suppose uh, there was a couple of standout performances. I know Emma Dogan Kelsey Nesbitt, Vicky Wall, and Avey and Cleary all got on the score sheet. I was following it on Twitter, and uh, it's it's another good win for me.
1: Absolutely, and as, as a lot of people were talking about during the week, it was a real championship encounter in the sense that it was winner, winner stays on, and the, the loser was getting out of the championship. So it was an interesting start. Uh, as we mentioned before, Emma Duggan led the score in there. She had seven points, four frees. Vicky uh, Wall, also in great form, six points. having Cleary and uh, Kesley Desbet registered three apiece. Yeah. Uh, Aving,
0: Aving Cleary um, lined out at wing-back. Now, I don't know if she played at wing-back. But um, uh, she did line out at number five or seven and uh, kicked a few scores, so uh, good to see a, an attacking wing back there for me.
1: Absolutely, but well, I think the numbers in the back in Gaelic football and getting a couple hurling now is, is just a thing of show. Yeah, we end up anywhere, I think Sarah Fard made that point in the Sunday game. yesterday and I think at the hurling or the other week It's basically just giving you jersey to put on. You know, yeah. it.
0: At this stage, it's probably <coughs> what should happen is you should be given a squad number. Um, with your name on your jersey and away you go you just put them into the positions because as you said it doesn't matter even at some, day, I, I, at some stage we're going to see somebody wearing a number one on their back and they're not going to be a goalkeeper <laughs> well there's it. probably a few lads doing that <laughs> across the county as it is
1: maybe a club games or whatever yeah. wearing number one and
0: they shouldn't be in the goals but, but another good win for the mid ladies anyway
1: absolutely and they're they're still in fighting that, that temporary game obviously was the tough one they yeah. lost but they will be calling to come around again and get another chance at them so I think it's all good for the mid ladies just. Keep you on. mentioned
0: the Tipperary uh, team. Did any of you see the goal? Uh Aisling Mooney, is it? Maloney. Maloney. Did you see her goal? Yeah. Um it. if you haven't seen it, have a look at Twitter. Look for the Ashley Maloney goal. Um an absolute cracker. Last minute of a championship match with the club. And I think they were down by two, was it? Yeah, one by a point, wasn't it? One oh, oh, by your point. Game, right, last right, kick yeah. of the game bullet into the far top corner from a free kick. Uh, I think there was about 12 girls on the line and none of them could get near it. An absolute cracker of a goal. Um, but that, that result season made through to the semi-finals, is it?
1: Uh, yeah, they came second in their group behind Tipperary, isn't it? So yeah. if there's, is it quarter-finals? Is there four groups of four? I'm trying mm. to remember the structure. Brian Kelly is more uh, in, in the know with the structure of the competition now. I'm yeah. not 100% sure. If there are 16 teams in that championship or is it eight, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I, If it's 8, it's 75. If it's 16, it's quarter 5. That's so, it, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So um, it's great to see that the Mead ladies are, are, are still continuing their their fight towards this intermediate championship. Also, the under 16s, the ladies under 16s, they were playing the All Ireland final on Wednesday. That was in Bannerhear. Wednesday evening, and unfortunately, came up a cropper against a tough Galway side. It was Mead, three goals and 10, Galway, seven goals and 15, and David Risman, three goals and 10, and win your most games. But uh, they just come up against a tough Galway outfit.
2: Yeah, I, I think like the, that Galway team is supposed to be exceptional as well, and you know, they're. Are- they're nearly streets ahead of the grid. They're actually playing in terms of probably the age. They're playing. that they beat most teams probably in minor and maybe even some teams at senior level. Um, but as you said, three ten is a very good score to put up, and it shows that the Mead Ladies were quite resilient throughout and um, never stopped to fight. And you know, look at the, it, lo- it. looks probably bad in the end of the scoreline, but any day, as you said, you score three ten, you wouldn't be expecting to get a beaten like this. Exactly. Year, but that's yeah. the nature of it.
0: That's it, and, and uh, commiserations to the ladies under-16s, following on from the minor defeat in the All-Ireland Final to Monaghan uh, a couple of days before that. Um, it's disappointing for them, but look, they've they've made great made great strides and are in A, All-Ireland Finals, not B, All-Ireland Finals. It's great to see them uh, up at that level. Uh, there's a camogie fixture as well. Um, the ladies... The, the Comogs they have a relegation match, I believe, is it? Yeah, Kenan?
1: unfortunately, yeah. They're on the other end of the spectrum, unfortunately. They're in the relegation against Wexford. <coughs> the, the official website has it down for the 31st, which is a Wednesday night. I'm not sure. There's no time, date, or venue, or referee. So well, there's a date, but there's no oh, sorry, time. There's a date, yeah. There's no time. Well, yeah. it, actually, technically, there's a time. It's midnight. Yeah. Maybe they're going to get a run at it and say it into the palace. I playing in the palace. Yeah. I thought maybe I said it for years so there's a scope mad. there on the lights now for late fixtures. You know. Don't mention the palace. have <laughs> <Everyone laughs> saying they were still going to get home from work. But sure, midnight. There's no work, no more, unless you're in the mines or something. You know.
0: But uh, it is good that uh, uh, that that we can bring it out as soon as we get the fixture the official fixture time and venue Um, we will uh, put it out on social media we're going to move on now uh, to the club scene and uh, a lot to go through here so we're going to start off there was uh, the All County Football League B Division 1 uh, final took place uh, during the week it was Tuesday night in Dunshockland and it was Dunboyne taking on Dunham or Ashburn Dunham or Ashburn in their I think their third uh if not fourth B League Division One final in a row. Um uh this year they came across or last year Dunmore Ashburn beat Simonstown in uh that B League Division One final. Um this year Dunboyne uh beat Dunmore Ashburn uh on a scoreline of two sixteen to one fourteen and I suppose uh, David Rispin uh Lenahan Don is back playing a bit of B League football for Dunboyne. Yeah. You know maybe he'd be a player that they might look at for the senior team I'd, I'd say they probably will yeah
2: <laughs> uh, sporting a great tan I see as well after his um, as, after his excursions abroad um, uh, which only of year.
0: which only you could could, <laughs> could notice nobody else <laughs> not the fact he
2: scored 1-5 right? but um, no great to see him back and um, you know he's going to be a huge asset you think for Des Moines for the remainder of the year and probably for me, you know next year Um D- Dubai you know they, they kind of sprinkle some of their senior talent into that B League team as you can do obviously like Mickey Dunn and be um, a sporadic player <laughs> with, with the senior with the senior team and he came in and he was a prominent player for for their second team Darren Nolan who featured for the mid under twenties as well and um, Jason Daly for example so th- there was real quality in that Dumbine team. Um, which probably got them over the line in, in what sounded like a very entertaining game against Dunham Rashburn.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like there was only uh what was it, four, five points in it in the end, I'm trying to work it out, twenty two, seventeen for five points in it in the mm-hmm. end and um I suppose Donald Lennon kicking one five was you, You'd
2: get some land if you have seen you know, you're 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 probably knowing what you're gonna expect. Some lads kind of on the coast of playing senior football and next thing you see this Donald Lennon <laughs> striding there, and you're looking at him like, Oh, Jesus Christ <laughs> But uh yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm, great to see him back, um, and maybe we'll see Roland Jones uh, back in a uh, Dunboyne jersey soon enough as well. Kieran Flynn, you have some no, just uh, info comment from, from yeah,
1: yeah just Cormac Brady, one of our, our good friends across in Philadelphia. Uh, just wondering is this live is this, we can't confirm we are live, live, is live. Is it from our top secret Central Mead bunker we're not in the North Mead one we're no we're not Mead we're in bunker.
0: the Central Mead bunker uh, the location can't be disclosed for safety reasons to uh, everybody um, but uh, if you're driving in around the Atlomany Castle area you'll see, <laughs> you'll see cars just abandoned in the middle of the road and that might be a giveaway the for the off at the, at <laughs> yeah, the top <laughs> of the estate <laughs> oh, I think Gail Colin
1: kill one so they're not too worried about Brian Kelly's <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brian Kelly was afraid. He thought that uh, somebody had given out our uh, location and wasn't able to come and do the podcast with us today. I forgot to give him a mention. Um, but uh, we do have some interviews that Brian Kelly uh, got over the weekend uh, at one of the division... Uh, at one of the A-League Division 2... Uh, finals um, between Central Sound and Ballinabracky. Um, we're going to move on now. Uh, anywhere from the All County Football League B League uh, final. Well done to Dunboyne on their victory. The All County Football League Division Three uh, final took place. It was Castletown against Ballinock, and I suppose uh, uh, Castle Town winning this one by four points, two fifteen to two eleven. And it would have been a travesty, David <laughs> Rusman, uh, if Castle Town had not won that uh, Division 3 title
2: yeah I actually we, we'll hear from Rusty Tiernan in a couple of minutes but it was something that I asked him as well I said like after your you know I think it was 11 or 12 games of beating before the last round defeat to actually Balignac which got Balignac promoted and into the final Um, it would have been a travesty for them because of the unbeaten run but it was something that they probably gone off the rails a little bit in terms of that Lock game probably ended the run obviously, but yeah, then they and then they
0: lost in the Cornobonia. Yeah, or I like. think
2: was to was it to Blackhall Gales, and mm. um, they were well in that too. But um, looking at the game at the weekend, like they were they were by far and away the better side over the piece. I think for forty five minutes they completely dominated Lock and it was it was almost like a carbon copy of the Ballin-Lock and Dramara game in the championship. Like There was 11 points in at one stage, Ballin-Lock, second half, 15 minutes to go, shooting into the hospital end, and suddenly Pather Burns introduced off the bench. Now, I think he should have started. He definitely should have been on at half time. probably just left it a little bit too late, on with about 20 minutes to go. But whatever it is, he just, he just you know, puts fear into the opposition, and he completely turned the game on its head. And... Suddenly, Simon Devy got into the game. Benji Smith, Shawnee Garrity, lads like this, got the lift. And Johnny Riley as well, with him coming on, started winning frees, causing havoc. And they got it down to three points. And after Castleham playing all the football, there was five minutes to go, and you're suddenly saying, Jesus, you know, Ballinock have all the momentum. they have the a bit of a breeze behind them. Padders on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kevin Ross, who was unbelievable on the day, got a couple of frees just to kind of break that, sequence or that momentum yeah um and that was huge for them. But Castletown I, I think are very are a very good side. They have a couple of young lads in the half back line, uh Killian Price and Evan High, superb uh Dekie Cribb in midfield really good. But it was Kevin Ross up front. Like he's he is their talisman. We we sp- speak about him time and time again. But some of the scores he got an unbelievable goal as well in the second half. He he was just unplayable. Ballinock they had two and three men trying to drag out of him but they just couldn't. I think it's all about the supply he gets if that's where you can really stop Castletown if you can cut out the supply line to him you have a chance but it's his movement it, it, he's almost like Bino Hanlon in senior football who we'll probably talk about in a few minutes no S- no, no, same, no we won't no, <laughs> we're not, not going to mention he's still good that fella <laughs> um, but same, same cut you know kind of small stocky and a wonderful footballer um, and, and completely ca- carry Castletown through in the end
0: very good. Um, yeah, a great victory. Forecast. Castle. we anymore. We will be during the podcast. We will be just um, uh, going over and back to Twitter uh, for comments. So if anybody does want to ask us a question, uh, don't uh, don't hesitate to put up a Twitter. Yeah, Kieran. Finn. Yeah. So
1: Carmick just from Philadelphia said that it's only the afternoon over in Philadelphia. Great to be listening from back home, and he's looking forward to the Bino segment. <laughs> I said at the Beano segment like as we know we oh no he's cancelled it the Beano <laughs> <corners finished.
0: laughs> it used to be a great um, uh, cartoon so the uh, yeah, magazine yeah. It
1: and
0: he it gave it up for the football yeah he gave it up for the football <laughs> <laughs> so he did um, what we might do is David Rispin you got um, an interview with John Rusty Tiernan after that uh, victory for Castletown, and we might just play that there for the listeners
2: Rusty Tiernan's joining me now after Castletown's great win in, in the Division 3 final Rusty um Deserving winners over the piece, but it was uh, tight towards the end.
4: Uh, Yeah, I I feel, as you can see yourself, you probably controlled the first half. And it's the first ten minutes of the second half, possibly, and... Look, we knew uh, Balinlock were going to come at us and to give us a serious scare near the end. Mm-hmm. Just we got it when they got it back twice, at times of three points, and Rossi just tagged on two frees, which always gave us that breathing space. So thank
2: God, mean I suppose the the introduction of Padtherburn probably coincided with Ballinlock's revival later on. Um, you'll probably be pleased with the way he's kind of curta- curtailed them towards well, the end, and then got the couple of scores as his head, Rossi as well. Yeah, four.
4: T- true enough. We actually taught. Padre beyond be the forty so that's what we were planning but when he did come in he caused as he does like he's an exceptional player he mm-hmm. caused havoc and our boys seemed to get drawn to him and he'd slip and it was just a bit of panic until they got settled down and near the end we put in a sweeper so it was just to we'll say, try hold him out because he creates panic when he gets the ball and deviant sides very good so, yeah.
2: and they did give us big problems for probably 15-20 minutes so Held out and we won it in the end, thank God. And what about yourselves? I mean, there was some, some great performances. Obviously, Kevin Ross is the one, but you look at the likes of Killian Price and Evan Hyde there in the half-back lane were very good. Yeah. Declan Cribbin around midfield too. Yeah,
4: true enough. The two boys in the half-back that you named, Killian and, uh, and,
2: no one, or, and or Evan, Evan, yeah,
4: were absolutely fantastic. They're only in and like they're playing like lads that have been out for 10 or 12 years, so they're exceptional players. And As you said, Declan, Shane in the middle of the field, that's what we do try anywhere we go doing management we try to get two r- real runners and hard workers in the middle and you can't get out into the two bites. they just empty the tank every day for us so it's great
2: yeah and then I suppose looking at your long unbeaten run in the league it was probably important to get the bit of silverware after kind of dominating the league for so long with the unbeaten run
4: yeah well yeah true enough we're only on a bit of Daring Self and Quayla there and um, like O'Mahony's dominated Division 1 And that's what we were saying to the boys mm. before that Just because you've been dominant And we say the best team in the league all year It yeah. doesn't mean the cup is going to come So you have to And Ballinat actually bet us in the last last game And mm. scored 4 Dean So we were very weary of them So look as he says we played well all league, lost one game and got it at last. A
2: bit of so. And then just looking ahead I suppose you'll enjoy tonight but two weeks' time, the big one, it's it's a Michaels in the championship, that's gonna be a tasty one, isn't it?
4: Yeah, very much so. Um look we've come across them, we know them they're a good side, I think they've three points out of four. Mm. But like I said, we we're, we're four points out of four. So it's yeah. just all about refocusing this actually the league final last three weeks to really refocused when the guys actually fixed you so I think it'll stand to us like and like we know the Michaels will be a tough one but we're at it we're confident so we can't at that so all the best Rusty
2: thanks a million gentlemen
0: congratulations so that was uh, Rusty Tiernan John Tiernan after uh, Castletown's victory and I suppose Kieran listening to him there you know he's uh, he's quite calm about the whole thing and Delighted, obviously, to get the silverware after the unbeaten run they went on. But um, a great bit of preparation going into championship. Um, uh, I think it's St Michael's, as you mm. mentioned, isn't it, David? In, in uh, next weekend,
1: absolutely. Just before we got to that, just Dougie Dillon, who was playing for Athlone's of the night, the Division One final has joined us. So stay tuned. The next few minutes, we'll be we'll be doing your final in a few minutes, Dougie. Oh, he just... wants to hear <laughs> that. Now. Yeah, well, he played decent enough, so he, he won't be too bad. Oh, true. Enough. But uh, but Rusty, like yeah, Rusty's a good GAA that He's been around the whole tones team for a long time and. He played a lot of senior football and junior football for them, and he's getting his chance now with a with a big team and intermediate. And he's he's doing a great job as manager. Like that, they were the most prolific scoring team and winning team in Mead for uh, for most of the year. You just said he, he can convey his confidence in his players, and I think it'd be interesting to see now what he can actually do with Castlein because I think they definitely have the utility to actually go and win the championship. So it'd be interesting. Does he have enough fire in the belly with them to do it? I yeah,
0: it's it's just mad. Like it's a. Uh... It's some turnaround from last year, David, like when you, when you look at it, um, to to go from being where they were last year to being contenders for everything that they're playing in mm. at the moment is brilliant. Far, I suppose, the corner of onion.
2: Yeah, and I suppose himself and, and, you know, Quaylor, as he says, the, the two boys go everywhere together and they did a fantastic job with Kilmainham as well for, for three or four years, I think they were over Kilmainham. But the transformation in them players in, in less than 12 months, and you could say six months from yeah. that relegation playoff against St. Dalton's. yeah, to say the start of this year was you know incredible to be honest with you and um, and it speaks volumes for him and, and quailer but also for the players who have bought into what he's trying to do there you know they were at a really low ebb and it's not as if they've had yeah, they've had a couple of the two guys that he mentioned in the half back line they've come in and they're young lads. Yeah. But there's not that big of a turnover. Sometimes when no. you see a big change, you think, Oh, well, here's here comes a minor team or something, do you know, and it's after changing the whole dynamic of the club. Not not a word about it, you know, it's the same core same, group of players. Yeah,
0: exactly, it's the same core group of players and yeah. And the trans like to as you said, they've just all bought into this. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, it's magnificent to see and it just shows you what a bit of hard work mm. can do. Uh, yeah. Spoke about St. Vincent's mm. was it last year, you know, and how they trained right through the winter of the, f- the year beforehand, and look at the rewards they got for. It. When a team of players buy into a manager, mm. and y- you can see from Castletown what can happen.
2: Yeah, and and like the supporters there yesterday really, you know, came out in force, and there was loads of colour and loads of noise from them, and you could see there wouldn't be a club that are used to really winning things either you know they they wouldn't have a big tradition of winning championships and leagues they've won bits and bobs here and there but that meant a lot to them yesterday you could yeah. really see that obviously you know they've set out from day one to get promoted in the league and obviously lift the title that goes hand in hand but now they can look forward they have two wins in that pocket in, in the championship they can go back a win against the Michaels will more or less qualify them and put Michaels really on the back foot and I suppose they would have enjoyed last night maybe even today yeah and the focus then from tomorrow night or tuesday night will definitely be on the michaels in two weeks time
0: it will indeed and castletown as we said looking forward to championship now after winning the all county football league division three we're going to move on now to the all county football league division two and uh it was centralstown taking on ballin this game was played in trim on friday evening and Centralstone uh, came away with the victory after extra time. It was three goals and fourteen to Balnabrackie's two goals and twelve. A five point win there for Centralstone in the end. Kieran, um, and uh, were uh leading this game in normal time, and Balnabrackie came back into it. Is it that was, what happened?
1: It was changeable enough. I was following it on Twitter. I was talking to my father. My father was there, and he presented the cup. Um, so I was going to tit for tat over and back and. At times it was very low score, I think it was only 5-all for a long time. Ballin would be known in the county for playing quite a defensive style of football and Centralham were struggling with, with that for a long time. But I think uh, Ballin went ahead and then I think in, in, in extra time I think Centralham did show be more of the senior class to get 5 points ahead and they probably deserved their win in the finish up. But I think Joe County in, in his interview he talks about the players and the squad and that would be interesting when you hear the full thing
0: about yeah we'll, we'll, we'll go to that interview in a couple of minutes Cedric stone building uh, and I think it it's, might be mentioned in this interview but Cedric stone really building on their underage success over the last few years and blooding through a lot of the younger lads into this team and they're starting to reap the rewards now
2: yeah I suppose Dylan Keaton is the one he was, he was man of the match I think he came out with 2-3 in the end and he's one of the, I know he played senior football last year but he was very young and you know Green I suppose this year he's he seems to be more mature and he's got a bigger role in the team and I think Joe Sheridan went in towards extra time inside and really helped him because he was a great foil for him you know playing off him as opposed to probably going out and winning his own ball he he looked for the kind of scraps off Big Joe and and that's what Big Joe is for like he's he's a fantastic target man I think Brian Sheridan um, talking to Flash Gordon yesterday had a fine game but yeah they've Usher McConville's in there with, with Joe Cowley and they've done a good job in rebuilding there I know it's it's division two in that, but it's still not an easy division to get out of, particularly no. when you're a big senior club, you're out you're out there to be shot at. Yeah. The teams really want to get a scalp and beat Sensown. And Baldabracki, by all accounts it sounds from the game, had had quite 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 a good chance to do so in normal time. I think as Kieran says probably fitness to the fore in extra time and a little bit of senior experience and probably uh you know, extra options off the bench was mm-hmm. was key in the victory. But Balnabracky will take a lot out of it. I th- I was talking to another guy actually, and he says the pace of the game was was incredible. It was a really kind of senior pace, and that's good news for Balnabracky as they go into as they resume their intermediate championship in in two weeks' time.
0: Absolutely, and uh, Kieran, I suppose just looking at it, um, the, 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 before we go to the interview with uh, Joe Curley, um, the 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 Division One and Division Two final, both of them played on Friday night, and. Do you think that maybe, you know, that they could have been played on today maybe or or even uh, on Saturday evening or what was the reasoning yeah, between?
1: well, unfortunately, we're not privy to the details of why games are fixed where, and I know even sometimes the finance committee and me is not too happy when they play two big games of that in two different places at the same time. doesn't allow... Like, there's a lot of fans out there that go to all games. Yeah. Like, I know there's a cohort of 20, 30 people, like, just like Davey or our own Davey and even more ourselves go to a lot of games... Fix them at the same time, I think. It was madness! Like, why didn't they play that in a double header? In like Like they, yeah. did, they played the Division Three final alongside the Junior A game. Mm. I know they probably didn't want to go again the Harlan or the ladies' match in, on Sunday in Parrotalshen, but they could have played maybe one of those matches on the Friday, maybe left it, and then played the other one in a triple header and half on the Saturday, maybe. Yeah. Because people want to go see the games, like. But it's just funny because I would like to see in the Division Two final too. Yeah. But yeah. kind of my responsibility kind of the being on the committee, I have to be kind of early for. So I miss games when they're outside of paradox and I love going to games outside of it, yeah. But yeah. you can't get every game.
0: And that's it. That's it. And just it just it just struck me there, Um, you know, looking at it, uh, the you could have you could have helped people get to people who want to watch a few league finals or a few matches and especially league finals I don't I think people would want to go to both the division 1 and division 2 and even the but division even 3 even just
1: for the streaming like Army ga TV now and the premium membership and all is there And you, the thing now is you sign up it's just a one off payment you get all the games kind of, we were up there before and some people were trying to get one off games but it wasn't really making itself it's and its money back Like, but it's yeah. right, but fixing games at an awkward time and stuff makes it difficult for Coloello to get to them to, yeah. to video them so there was no video coverage of the division 1 or 2 finals yet there was for division 3 yeah. and that's probably not good enough we probably need to be able to suit the games that they're going to be filling them all like, yeah can
0: you imagine a, a a festival of football on Saturday uh, of league finals your division 3 2 and 1 league finals all played on Saturday afternoon like that Junior and A game
1: Clement Wooden and Clannogale and Davey had a tweet up there wasn't the a centre at the game like, there was nobody there and it was desperate they mm. could have played that probably in court Town would have been the perfect spot Clement like and Wooden and Clannogale it's mm. kind of a bit half, maybe the Michaels might have been Good venues too like, yeah and
0: and try five. to maximize maximize the crowd in, in Park Dolton for the league finals would be great give lads a chance to go watch them yeah. so
1: three we could play that saturday yeah 3
0: 5 and 7 maybe well we're going to go back to the division 2 final and uh, uh Brian Kelly who unfortunately is not with us can't make the uh the um, so say well, he's yeah. no longer with us, <laughs> <you> <laughs> us? <laughs> <laughs> he took a drive through Kelly this yeah. afternoon and didn't make it didn't get through couldn't well, get through <laughs> Apparently he's kind of gone to Kelly to build bridges with Bono. And um, we're going to go to the interview that Brian Kelly got with Joe Kelly, the Saintjustown joint manager, after their Division Two league victory.
3: I'm joined by Saintjustown joint manager Joe Cowley after the most dramatic of A League Division Two finals, uh, after Saintjustown overcame Ballinloughraki. Joe, how do you sum up that game? Ah, uh, like, I suppose we we knew that it was going to be tough when we, when you judge it from the league the league game that we played against them it was also tight so obviously we knew that like we finished first and second in the league so like we knew that Balbriggan were going to be really good today and uh, they were well set up they were well drilled and uh, that's exactly what happened so like you know we we, we probably should have put it to bed at, at full time but. Uh, that didn't happen and you know we stuck at it we didn't give up we stayed we stayed the course and uh, we stayed to what we knew and, and we ended up coming out on top so that's obviously the main thing yeah like showed uh, plenty of strength and depth in the panel there today over the course of the 80 odd minutes you probably used 22, 23 players it, plenty of young that's come through from the minors in the last couple of years it's a good sign for what, for the future yeah like we we, we you know, we, we set about uh, making everybody train and fight for places, and 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 basically, you know, the young lads are part of that. There, that they're, they're coming up. To, to, that's the only step they have now is to go into the senior ranks. And luckily, we have a, a junior team that they can go into first And then obviously, you know, they came into the senior into the senior setup now in the last of the while since they finished the leaving So, you know, they are adding to it. They're contributing to it. They're good. They're, they're fit. So, you know, and then obviously you need you need the experience. You need you need you know big lads on the pitch as well so you know when you blend it all together you know it it starts to work so we 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 tend to use as many as we can because the game is is so so fast now that you have to you have to be able to use your panel and you need a panel to do that you know and this is your first game in about six weeks you had not played since the 16th of june i think it was how do you cope as a manager with the long break yeah you you have to diversify you know we we knew this was kind of coming so you have to diversify, and you just have to kind of change it up, and uh, you know, and try to make it as interesting as we can for the lads. And in fairness, you know, we can't ask any more of, of the players because you know we, we got them to to, to buy into. The, the plan of, of the month of June and July and, and and getting as much training as we can into it, get our fitness up obviously it's like a, it's like a, a the start of a new championship you know what I mean so you, you, it's like a pre-season nearly all over again so that's really the goal so you know they bought into it and, and we kept going and, you know if we didn't we wouldn't have been able to stay with, with but they thought they were thought they were good at running running the ball they were strong at that so you know our fitness probably helped us, you know, and, and obviously the, the the depth in the panel and being able to bring lads onto the pitch, yeah. And now you've two weeks in the build up to the screen game, crucial game round three of the championship. After two narrow defeats in the first two rounds, it's you you need a good show on the next day against screen. Yeah, like the the the, the championship is very it's you know, it's 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 very awkward the way that it, it kind of pans out but you know, the Duncan game is fierce, disappointing. Um the first game against the you know we didn't really really you know not that we didn't believe but i suppose like you know when when we grew into the game you know we started to get better and and maybe maybe if we had been like that when it started off maybe it might have been a different score but you know Mattys are you know they're a big team they're a they're, they're a town team so like you know they have a big pick and they've, they've got a serious setup so you know but the second game against against uh Dunshoklyn was was very disappointing to be to be so far ahead and playing quite well to kind of throw that away that's that's the disappointing thing you know but but now we're just we're just transfixed now on on these next three games. This is this is do or die now really for us. We don't want to end up in in that in that battle. So obviously we just want to get 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 off to a good start. Like Screen are a hell of a team. You know they're, they're a season team. They're, they're they're a big championship team. You know so you know we know what's coming down the track. So we just have to get ready for that. Yeah.
0: So that was but uh, Brian Kelly, um, our regular contributor to the podcast here, interviewing. Joe Kelly, the joint manager of Centralstown and just listening to that David, um, you know, while it's great that Centralstown have won the Division 2 league and are back up playing Division 1, they've got bigger, bigger things ahead, um, it's going to be a very, very tough uh, championship for them um, when you look at the fixtures they've left.
2: Yeah, and, and look at uh, going into it with two defeats isn't ideal either. Um, two
0: narrow defeats, two games that like, you extremely know. extremely narrow defeats, yeah.
2: particularly the chocolate one but that's realistically that's that's the situation they're in, and they have to get on with it. that's it. This screen game is going to, I'd suggest, set the tone for the remainder of their campaign. If they can get a win, they're back in contention as regards. You know, they can start looking up towards getting out of the group and possibly into the knockout stages. But if they're best, um, they're staring at that relegation playoff, which is, you know, what what everyone wants to avoid at this stage because the the permutations with re- relegation this year in the senior championship. So it's a fine line, but getting a bit of silverware particularly again for the young for the young lads getting a taste of what it's like to win something is invaluable a lot of the older lads the yeah. Sheridan's for example would have won senior championships let alone leagues and whatever so they're quite used to it at, at that stage but getting it into the likes of your Dylan Keatons and young Hickey and these type of lads is, is invaluable really and they'll take a lot from it but Screen is going to be a different kettle of fish as you say
0: Absolutely and, and, and as you mentioned it there, those young fellas they've come up winning uh, everything at underage uh, levels and to get a, an early taste of, of, of victory uh, winning a bit of silverware uh, at adult level is uh, going to stand to them and maybe you know winning is a habit just like losing is a habit and maybe maybe uh, just maybe time will uh, will kick on from we, uh, use the, 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 the victories that they've had towards the end of the league and winning that uh, Division 2 uh, final the other day maybe they'll use that to to springboard their Championship Hopes against Screen um, well done to Cedric Town on their victory and winning the Division 2 uh, final we're going to move on now to the All-County Football League Division 1 final and this was played on Friday night in Park Tolchin as we said uh, the league final played at the same time as the Division 2 final um, and this saw Gail Kill come out victorious on a scoreline of 3 goals and 13 to Navan Matanese 2 goals and 10 and uh, uh, Bino Hanlon uh, would have lost to by three points had he been playing them on his own, David <laughs> <laughs> Was he not playing them on his own? I don't know, was playing as well. <laughs> oh, God, you and Brian Kelly are going to oh, be... No, no. You're gonna be uh, I You're going
2: to be... I have great time for the Kells, lads. Uh, you know, look what we, we say it every week here, really, on the podcast, they're, they're a savage team. I would have made them, you know, slight favourites. I would have fancied them to beat O'Matney's, yeah. but... Uh, they had to do it the hard way I think it was 18 minutes before they registered their first score and it was a goal from Bino that, that did that Omatanis
0: well, were 5 or 6 up at that stage weren't mm. they? Was, and
1: they yeah. were imperious enough Omatanis that stage they seemed to be kind of gliding up the field you might know she and O'Brien the mm. Was the core time player? Yeah, the core time lad from Galway. Yeah, it was kind of causing trouble with the white boots, the quintessential corner forward with the white boots in the corner. Like, you know, I mean, like more, more interesting how he looked and how he played. But, but when you do that, they end up playing really well. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. Look good, yeah, feel yeah, good, yeah. play good. Yeah, like Gavin Henson, you were saying, was here at the time. But <laughs> <laughs> like, Ocean was brilliant too in, in the early parts. But it just shows again, Colin McKay, we talked about for how long in this podcast about their drive, their effort and just the tenacity that they bring.
0: And they all learn that through uh, school. Uh, in fact, it was your father who well, taught... the probably... Anyway. <laughs> it was your father who taught... All, well, he taught, taught all the, the good lads. lads. They yeah. told you that, all the good lads. All the good I
2: lads. think they erect a picture of Francis Flynn on the wall before every <laughs> game, and they all get down on their knees and saying, our father. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the other end of the picture of me for kicking ball against get them pumped up. <laughs> That's for a target practice, so it is. Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, again, like... Uh, did have they won the league in the last three or four years? They've played in two or three no, finals. They, they've won the fresh Cup. They've won the French yeah. Cup. The so,
1: cup hasn't been Back or something. I read um, Alan Thormey, a very good PRO, a great PR with Gael Caudill. Their new website that we plugged a few weeks ago, like brilliant stuff on the game. And yeah,
0: actually, we plugged that again. So yeah, yeah, just did there as
1: a brain. Yeah, by myself. <laughs> yeah. The plug it. but uh, I think it was 15 or 25 years I can't remember which that they won the league last so it's definitely been a while they've league. definitely
0: played in 2 or 3 league finals in the last yeah. 5 years so they did they have. lose the screen last year? they did they yeah, lose that was the screen last reason. year yeah um, and uh, they've been to how many championship semi-finals now? well Barry, um, Barry, Barry four
1: out of the last 5 years <laughs> you no know Barry Faraday from Cairns yeah, from yeah great what a man a great, great junior D footballer too oh before. junior A don't say that <laughs> no I mean did they win you no know, junior B he kicked a great oh yeah junior B it. yeah yeah but uh, he was saying like the number Shade Lowry and Clare and how good the Tuesday night for the beer was there. He says, he says if Kells win the championship he says Kells on the Tuesday night will a Clare out the gate. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, 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 no, well yeah will be absolutely I mean the
0: Tuesday like not the Tuesday after the Tuesday week after would be the time to go into Kells to be absolutely incredible. But
2: in fairness to them I think they enjoyed Friday night they might have had a few last night but they were back training at 10 o'clock this morning their junior A's you would probably come to or playing at 12 o'clock this afternoon or midday today. Um so it's it's right back to business. I think they have a fesh cup semi final this this Tuesday as well. Yeah. yeah. So like it just shows they enjoyed the celebrations but straight back down to business and you know that's 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 that is the type of approach Lara Wall and Cleary bring to I the table. An, another one
1: I thought was great was um was it uh, oh, wow. is it Adam Muldoon, the cornerbacks and the Muldoon? Yeah. He he had his devs that evening. Yeah and, that's right, yeah, yeah. and he, he he sent his he sent the, the woman on ahead to get a get the seat and probably have the dinner or the soup, maybe and Yeah. he flew in the suit then with the cup straight to the Debs. So that just shows you like a lot of lads would say, Well sure me Debs is a one off but sure like it's a lot of lads a league final, even though it is a second league final, it's you're not gonna get too many opportunities. So Well that's it, Paddy McDermott
2: actually who we'll speak about did the same for Karen Ross, the Debs as well, played and actually was taken off and there was about ten minutes left in the game and off he was to, to get dressed and off to the Debs, which you can accuse, you know. Yeah. But um Look, going back to Kells, I suppose yeah you have to give them credit, um, the likes of Bino but but also Seamus Matamo, you know, the Riley's Kudger fullback you know, mm-hmm. captain in the side, he's a real inspirational leader from fullback And you know that's because his brother his brother's the
1: captain. Was he Kudger, yeah, yeah, no, yeah himself. No, it was the one of the twins is not who's injured, which is the which is the twins. Oh no, the, twi- the twins, the yeah, Tory twins. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah sorry, not very simple. But uh, really it for his yeah, he was yeah, laughing at that. Was but but it just shows yeah. like, and
2: I know we always give Bino the credit and rightfully so. But there is a really kind of strong backline there: James Riley, Liam Ferguson, mm. Justin Carey, Lynch between the sticks. They're, they're a really solid outfit, and I suppose they were under serious pressure early on: True O'Shane, you know, O'Brien, Stephen Bray, these type of lads, Dylan Regan. They weathered the storm and then settled in. After I think Bino missed a couple of frees that he normally expected.
1: first two, at yeah. Pub. Bad, like, though, you know, I mean, like, if you didn't know yeah. him and you, didn't, you just walked in from Planet Whatever and you never saw him live before, he says, They're two awful efforts, you take, mm. <laughs> <of> take him <laughs> off. And then 2 7. <laughs> yeah, take, 2 6. Sorry, two six no, 2, seven, two 7. I got it wrong. Yeah, 2 oh, 7. Was, it was okay. Brian
2: Kelly, would you believe, that corrected me? Yeah, you got 2 yeah. 7, which <gasps> is great.
0: Um, but and was delighted to correct you. So he was <laughs> yeah. because he is Bino's biggest fan. Mustn't um, going to let you away with that one. So he wasn't. But uh, look, uh, we've we've spoken about Bino on, on numerous occasions, and um, what a, what a player he is. Thirty two years of age, is he?
2: Yeah, around about. Yeah, we could be doing him trillion in injustice, but or we? Mightn't be. I think he could be more. Maybe but we'd say thirty
0: two. Yeah, I think he's thirty two or thirty three. But uh, fabulous footballer, a great lad. I've so much time for the Hammonds. just. Um, he's he's brilliant love love watching him playing football so well done to Gail Callum kill and they are back to training as David Rissman said this morning and uh, they did celebrate on Friday night, but they're waiting for the big one. By the looks of things, they'll they'll celebrate when they when they eventually get their hands on the Keegan Cup. Um, for not not eventually like uh, as in they've won it before, mm. you know, not not for the first time. Um, so well done. That's all the league finals done and dusted. What we're going to do now is, uh, there was some there was a promotion relegation game actually. Um, and uh, yeah, Clare Flynn it was Oldcastle Oldcastle and St Pat's.
1: Yeah, Oldcastle and St. Pat's played in Simonstown on the 27th, which was yesterday at half six. Oldcastle 320s, St. Patrick's 412. So 320 is a great score. Like to get 23 scores, you probably Oldcastle probably just showed that all those Division One league matches done to them that they really did. Like St. Pat's were senior football team, really like scored 412, which is not a bad score. But Oldcastle very strong team, and they'll be delighted to be back in Division One again next year. So. That's great for Oldcastle. It's great for their the kind of the the base to give them chance to maybe win an intermediate too. But. Yeah, like
0: the uh, as well as as well as that, like you know, it's about. I suppose when you go up for the first time to uh, the top division it's about consolidation mm-hmm. and whatever way you can consolidate it even if it has to be through a relegation playoff, because sometimes they can feel like a final um, it's great for Oldcastle because now they know what Division 1 football is like mm-hmm. you know these young lads that they have on that team they have g- gained the experience and next year maybe they'll push on
2: Yeah well they put a huge effort into the Division 1 campaign and, and they got some huge wins they bet senior champions done in Millbrook you know which was the standout one for me during the League campaign And they actually worked so hard to, p- to get themselves in that relegation playoff to, to not be in the bottom two, we'll say. And to get themselves that fighting chance. And they finished the league really strongly. They lost a couple of games, granted, but they weren't disgraced in any of them. Mm-hmm. St. Pats, on the other hand, kind of started slowly and finished the league really well. So it was a, it was a really entertaining game by the sounds of it. Like, no no disrespect to St. Pats, but to be in the same mould as Balna to be more defence-minded than, than attack-minded. And to score 4-12 and lose the game... Um, you know, it probably is is a strange one for, for Sympaths paths because they normally score maybe half that and still end up probably winning the game by a yeah. point or two. Yeah. But um, full credit to Oldcastle. You know, they, as you mentioned, they have some young players, a little bit similar to Sanchez Town. Paddy Gilston has done a fantastic job there, both on the field and off the field. Playing obviously, he's a fantastic leader and inspiration to the young lads. But he's also coached many of them guys through the ranks. Um, I think they're up in Division Two, possibly the minor as well. Um, which which symbolises you know how far they've come yeah. in, over recent and years they've
1: won in just interest under 12 it's, they've won the last three uh, for the last three years they've won the under 12 summer and spring league mm. so they have doing great so it's more kind of regionalised so they kind of play the same teams every year that they're probably the best Yeah. but it's still it's nice to see that there, there's a kind of constant kind of success yeah. building there and they were beaten in the division 2 summer league final mm-hmm. by Rototh which are no small club but at, or at juvenile level so Oldcastle are going the
0: right direction. Sure. Yeah, they definitely are. Well done to the lads in Oldcastle on uh, their um, consolidation of, of Division 1 status. Um, what we'll do now is we're going gonna to move on to the knockout cup. So I think we've got the semi final fixtures. Are we doing um, the results of the championship first, are we? Uh, the results of. The, just a few
1: junior A results, I'll list them out. Oh, yeah, well, I was going to
0: come back to them. Um, so uh, we, we, we might just give the, the um, Knockout Cups fixtures. And if there is anybody out there um, who, uh, obviously, this is going out live. And if you're listening in on um, Periscope on Twitter, uh, don't be afraid to send us a message. Uh, or if you have any questions for the panel here, let us know. So we're going to go to the Knockout Cups and the fixtures that are coming up, please, Kieran.
1: Yeah, so firstly, oh. the Talshan Cup, uh, St. Vincent's Ardcath are going to be playing Courtown Town on August 1st at half 7 in Bechtdiv and then the other semi-final that's in Ulton's Bohemian are going to be playing Menalty, and that's on the 30th of July at half 7 in Kilmainham so it's great to see two Paris teams in the yeah two, two teams from the I'll one i that someone from Bohemian is going to be in the final well so nearly no oh yeah. <laughs> 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 No, or be, or don't <laughs> <from> <laughs> in,
0: the, in the final now, um, when are when are those games did you say?
1: Uh, August first for the court August 1st. So That is Wednesday
0: night. Is that correct? Thursday, is that right? night.
1: Thursday night.
0: Oh it's Thursday night. Thursday night. Right smack in the middle of Galway races as well, I believe. Is that right, David? It might
2: be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in all seriousness though, um you know, we're we're playing the Vincent. No, but in all
0: seriousness the, the Galway races are very important.
2: No, listen. I'm uh, Thursday
1: has our fixtures out first. <laughs>
2: Keep a lot of races. They sure did. Um but look, we're playing the Vincents tomorrow night in the championship in Junior A. We're playing Junior D championship on Tuesday night. And then we're down to play Thursday night in the Talented Cup for a small club to play three games in four days. It's a huge ask. You know, probably it's okay for teams who have three or four teams. when you're down to the bare bones of two teams, we'll say it's a huge ask. And, and Vincents are probably in the same boat. I don't know. I don't think they have a second team, maybe. But, you know, our lads are going to be under pressure come Thursday night. But. <laughs> I said they will. <laughs> yeah. you you'll never get done any favour, so so that's the way it goes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they'll be under serious pressures, right. Um but St. Hultons are playing uh They're playing the, the Wednesday night against
1: Minalti.
0: They're playing against Minalti and Minalti who will come back to in a few minutes they they lost uh, in the championship on the weekend. They'll be looking to get to uh, uh and,
1: and of course uh, just what we talked about the the Cup, Court played the Vincent's who they're playing Tomorrow night in the junior championship, so it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see what kind of hangover from that maybe will be coming from the championship that might take into the Thursday night. Will they like, you know, if Cortell can manage at one point, win the championship, or to Vincent's win two points, whatever, how would that affect the College Cup? It's always interesting to see. Like,
0: it is indeed. I think both of them would prefer to win. The championship game sure, rather yeah.
1: than the, the than the the uh, Torching cup game.
0: Uh, there's also um, the Cornabonia and Fesh Cup as well.
1: Yeah, so they're all they're all on Wednesday night. The rest of the fixtures are all Wednesday evening at half seven. Now, that's so. The first one is Dunleith v Dunberry. That'll be played in Waltersound. and Blackhall Gales v Balnabracky will be played in St Finian's Park, Clonard. So both them final or sorry semi-finals on Wednesday. Balnabrackie
0: looking to get to their second final of uh, the year and uh, mm. really really motoring well.
1: Absolutely, and it's uh, it's, a, it's a term coming from Clonoe to Clannair to play Balnabrackie. The won't have too far to travel, which they'll be delighted. Uh, St. Finian's Park, it's a grand pitch. We talked about that earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Clannair are really going great with their development there. Just have to kind of get the buildings and stuff as kind of the next stage, but. It's great to be in I an mean, idea where you have phases of development, but coming from the actual development of football, Ballarecchi will probably have a bit of a bit of a, an annoyance themselves having lost a league final. But like they have the capability and they have the arsenal to beat Blackhall Gales. We mm-hmm. know that Blackhall Gales will be surprised many by beating Castleton in the quarter final. It'll be interesting to see what what teams. All how how would the Galway races affect all these teams Wednesday? That's the real. That is the question on everyone's lips. Absolutely, that's the
0: question everybody wants to ask but is afraid to ask. Yeah. How is the Galway races going to affect? Like, who's Golden racing and who's going to the And up.
1: whose
2: idea was it to fix these fixtures <laughs> right in the middle of the Golden races?
0: That's what I want to know. I well, it's not mine
1: or yours, Michael, so we won't worry about it. And
0: I, I agree with the CCCCC <laughs> or whoever it is that's uh, uh, setting up those games. It, the, uh, they shouldn't have to take okay, so fair They shouldn't enough. Have to take outside they influences. Have attempts, but, but have come in here, why
2: was there four or five weeks completely bare in the middle of the summer when oh, this should have been played? Absolutely. That's yeah. the bigger picture. True, that's true. The, picture. true, true. the pitches weren't playable, but were
1: they? I can't remember what they told me to say. (laughs) No, go again. No, go again. Put the party light was
0: There was was too much thunder and lightning or something, wasn't it? It was was dangerous. It was too hot. hot. It was (laughs) hot. But it it, it
2: is absolutely crazy to put. Players right in the middle of the builders' holidays as well. well to put, put them in this situation when you went. Sure, you're doing without a fixture. Ads. Surely,
1: courting fifty lads at arm. You might have but don't gamble. Come on, someone's
0: upset. Everyone's upset. I'm not. <laughs> That's because you're not playing. Well, well. Just well, <laughs> so like
1: the, to welcome Danny Quinn as after joining us there. We're just talking about your Van der Bragt. You mentioned we're talking about the goal to race, so. Danny, you might give us some insider
0: knowledge. as any of the ball yeah, If anybody has any tips out there, uh, send them in. Yeah. For, for all of the, the GEA community that are heading to Galway. Yeah, this is the football game for us, not the, the race. Obviously. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, no, I'd, I'd have no problem with it at all. Okay, fixture congestion, yes. And the fact that there was four weeks of no football, yes. But the, the Galway races should have no influence on whether we play games of football or not. Uh, that's the way I would look at it uh, uh, anything like uh, because then, you, why, why don't you take into kind of festivals and all that kind of stuff music festivals you can't is there a, a, a
1: Conor McGrady is just saying could we get a little louder or, he, or maybe he's getting old I don't know the sound quality because definitely if you, if you were here <laughs> beside us you'd be telling us to calm I'd say, down I'd
0: say it was the interviews that were, that were just been played off the phone so yeah. maybe they were a little bit low because no, the sound uh, quality
1: according to the periscope here is quite good it's the bars are quality so yeah. and the internet's flying so maybe Check your own device. Carmen, maybe, it's just, maybe it's just maybe it's just your ears. you might be getting now. Turn up
0: the volume there on the side <laughs> of your device. Um. Stand
1: outside in the road and do a few spins. At the phone and it might work for you.
0: Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Um, no, but we but won't. Has we anyone
1: checked? Is there any pitches if the race, if everyone's racing? Surely there'll be pitch free in Galway. Absolutely. Play the game in Galway. Yeah, well, games in the Galway. The King's Head will play. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> there'll be many a game played in there over the next few days. So there will. Um, we'll cup. move. We'll move on to the fresh cup fixtures now.
1: Yeah, so again, Wednesday, the Wednesday of the goal of race races again at half seven. Oh, <laughs> <a joke>. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think you have to edit that out. It's live. It's live. <laughs> uh, Rototh are playing Gale Column Kill, and that's in Scream, and Simonson Gales are playing Summerhill, and that's in Threat. So, t- two great fixtures right there. That could, you wouldn't be surprised if that was your senior football semi-finals later in the year potentially you know the quite possibly it could
0: be yeah yeah um uh, Simonson Summerhill and who was the other one did you say? Uh,
1: Simonson Summerhill
0: and Rataut Gail Colmkill right, yeah Gail Colmkill Kells <laughs> <Kale's laughs> looking to to get to another final um, having won the division one final only the other day um, oh, good, and you couldn't bet against oh. them you know what I mean like you know Rataut are moving well at the moment as well but like you couldn't bet against Kells uh, beating Ratot in that one.
2: No, minus McGill and McMatten too, like two of Rot's best players, needless to say. Mm-hmm. Kell's coming into it on, on the back of that huge win on Friday night and you know, all the momentum with them. It's hard to see past them to be quite honest with yeah. you. But that's the challenge Ratot have, and as you said, they're no mugs themselves. Um that would be a tasty one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then obviously uh, Summerhill and Simon Center repeat of the uh, senior final from twenty seventeen. Um, there was uh, they played in I think it was the second last round of the league mm. Um, and Summer over in Summerhill and Summerhill got the victory over them get to, to, put, the to get to them? the semi-final against uh, Kells so uh, a little bit of history between those two clubs maybe David
2: yeah absolutely and <clears> I think <throat> both, both clubs probably have a couple of injuries and unavailabilities for several reasons and uh, it's it's <laughs> <laughs> you said that uh, <laughs> you were thinking of <laughs> sure but but in fairness uh it's a perfect game for both clubs going into championship it's it's one of them games that will be probably played at a championship pace you'd suggest because yeah. as you mentioned two top senior teams
0: and you're only a few weeks out from championship well, well that's it It'll well, it like, so. only
2: be 10 or 12 days at yeah. that stage so um i'd expect it I'd, I'd expect a really good tussle between them two and uh I wouldn't like to call who could come out on that
1: one yeah it's a tough one to call alright they're
2: going to be good to former I'd say it be heavy now on that one
1: <laughs> 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 we're going to move on
0: now and that's the club football uh, nearly finished we will be coming back to the junior A results in a minute but what we're going to do is we're going to go to the uh, club hurling championship fixtures for next weekend I think you have them there in front of you Kieran. yeah
1: there is so there's a, the senior hurling the majority of the games are on the bank holiday Monday uh, one or two of them are before. That's the after the
0: Galway races, isn't it? It's after them, yeah. They're
1: <laughs> concluded by then. So I think, uh, So I think uh, Longwood, Longwood and Kildaki are potentially uh, they're trying to get maybe maybe get one day of the racing in. Their, their game is first on the first of August, which is the Thursday. Longwood at half seven. That's in Rathmullan. That'll be a cracker of a game. Uh, Klein Rotol is on the bank holiday Monday at half five in Paratolshen and they'll be followed then by St Peters and Boyne and Kiltail at 7 o'clock in Pair on the bank holiday Monday and then Navan and v Vina Fina is on Thursday at half 7 in Trim then Boardsmill are playing Clemesen on Friday at half 7 in Kildocky uh, Blackhall Gale is playing Trim on the bank holiday Monday at half 7 in Boardsmill so that concludes your senior hurling then just for the group A which is the first teams in the intermediate Condigale are playing Dunham Ashburn on Thursday at half 7 in Dunshockland Dunderry are playing Dummarie on the Friday at half seven in Longwood Gail Column kill who are pl- massive the, the hurlers are still getting a good traction there too are playing Wolf Tones in skier on the Monday at seven o'clock so the, the, that's your senior hurling and there's it, only one other one Rap malign Trimmer playing Rap malign in boardsmill Mill on Wednesday evening that's the other first team in Group B
0: and uh, just uh, what round of the Championship is that
1: that's all going to round 3 now round 3 and what way
0: do the tables look there at the minute
1: uh, I don't have them in front of me but I know for a fact that Kiltail have won their two games in A Kline have won one lost one Longwood have won one lost one i just I'd be able to tell you here now straight away so at the moment it has a sense of trim trimmer up there trim triple won all their games in group B as well. It's more actually who who's won the games than the tables. Don't worry about it. Who wouldn't yeah. win the tables, but the goal like has been strong. and lost to the Fina, they would be disappointed. So this would be the kinda of, you know, we talked about the, we mentioned it last year in the podcast, like the Masters and we said isn't it the third day where you kinda get the yeah the movers and that. So this will pretty much shakers. this is pretty much decide your fate. If you if you if you pick up your second or your third loss, you might see yourself falling out of the championship. Which is unfortunate because there's two more games to be played and you've been it's playing for very little. David
0: Rispin gives you the giddy up sign there, so he does. <laughs> sorry, another horse reference. Whip. Another <laughs> horsey <laughs> reference. Um, yeah, well, uh, that's the the club hurling next weekend. Um, get it's out. So
1: he'll two wins and there's the other, I'm sorry, the four other teams have one win and then the mind of no win and so the have the no win. It's very open still. Like.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and yeah. it's mm-hmm. going to be after the the next round of games next weekend that we'll, we'll, we'll see a little bit more we'll see a, a divide maybe happening between the top and the yeah. bottoms of those groups we're going to move on now to the Junior A Championship round 3 and some round 4 games for, for Group C uh, we mightn't have the results in we might get David Grisman just to check I know there's games on at the minute as we're doing this podcast podcast, podcast live head case head on <laughs> live on, um, on uh, the old Twitter machine I think that we might have a a message coming in there
1: I don't know if we can say it or not Dave you won't mind it's, a, it's coming from Pat G.A. we'll just see who he is first so you know him. it's a Patrick Needis referee he's, he's wondering he's saying that R- Rispin wants the court game changed because he wants to be drinking fat frogs that's what he's saying so. <laughs> 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 I actually don't know what you're talking about Pat um, so <laughs> you can neither confirm or deny product. <laughs> well he
0: can't yet because the game is on the Thursday and they're trying to get it switched so <laughs> he can't confirm or deny um, yeah uh, anyone else if you have anything to add to the podcast don't be afraid to uh, tweet us in there um, at we Are Mead, We're live on Periscope uh, through the Twitter machine. Um, we're going to go on to the Junior A Championship, as I said, round three and four. David's going to look for some uh, results. We'll come back to that in a minute. It'll be uh, Division uh, That's division C, it, or Group C. So what we'll do is we'll start with the Junior A, uh, Group A, and we had a couple of uh, fixtures played in the last few days. Just looking down at it here. Minalty uh, took on Beliver in Park Tolchin. That was on Thursday night, I think, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And it was uh, Beliver who came away with a, a hefty victory here um, over double scores. It was 210-421 to 421 in favour of Beliver. And I know that they played each other recently enough. I think it was in the league. Yeah. It was fire and brimstone in that game. And uh, there was one or two lads that may have been uh, sent off. Um, and weren't weren't available for 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 Beliver in this game, but Beliver came away with a huge victory, David.
2: Uh, yeah, they absolutely did. I think David Caldrick was down to referee this game, so I'd suggest there was probably a little bit of thinking put into that um, referee appointment.
0: I think the, the 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 two linesmen were were, were high officials as well uh, in 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 Mead.
2: But it seems like uh, Minotti couldn't even you know raise raise an arm nearly to to stop Beliver... Uh, absolutely dominating them. I, I wasn't at this game we were training but when I heard the score we were just finishing up training I, I couldn't believe it, you know what the score was but I was talking to a couple of people that were in that and they said Beliva were absolutely brilliant on the night um, they played the three kind of small men I'd say inside Brendan McKeown Adam Gannon and Nicky Potterton who wreaked havoc I think they scored maybe yeah. 3-12 between Nicky, them Nicky
1: joined us in there a few minutes ago he was listening live so yeah. Nicky scored two great goals and me GATV was there to record it and the game was available That's to watch right, yeah. and the two goals unreal mm. he got fouled probably further at the field but the re- first the ref it knew he let him tr- He let him break the tackle and he just kept going like a bullet and then he buried the net like, yeah. just yeah. like the Hurling he's a very capable footballer but, too but like.
2: them them three guys inside in a, in a full forward line at junior <coughs> level is just it's, a, it's a hard enough to probably mark one of them let alone three of them and last year they probably didn't them boys were probably a little bit young and inexperienced and they just kind of blew up in the semi-final against them boys. but they seem to be going in the right direction uh, they had a stunning comeback in round two against Moila and they're after taking great confidence from that having someone like Nicky Potter and, Ada and Adam Gannon to come back from the hurlers two county hurlers fitness yeah. is unreal exactly and Podger Gagin there in the 40 like just like running the show there from center forward and having them three boys inside he's just probably spraying ball left right and center and it doesn't really matter you also have Kevin McKeown midfield who's um who's a very good player at that level and uh, Gary Sherlock fullback as well i was disappointed with manalty they have a saying out there how long um they they probably would have been asking the ref from early on how long there was left because that that was a really tough Defeat for them to take in a heavy beating, and it's going to be tough for them to recover and try and get another win to probably seal their passage. Yeah, just, absolutely. A, just
1: another comment there. Uh, Mr. Ennis has one just on a, a better presenter. He says, Mickey is a better presenter than he is a footballer, though he talks more on the pitch. He says, <laughs> 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 What's uh, I think I, I agree with that totally. I think there's nothing wrong with what he said.
0: I'm trying to see who, who that is. That's Paddy Ennis. Oh, Paddy, yeah, 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 well, yeah, he's a referee, he, he has every right to say that because I do. I do do a, little, I do a little bit of talking on the field alright so I do <laughs> and
1: you, are, you are a great presenter too I, I try to present yeah, on yeah. the field that's yeah, what yeah. it is
0: <laughs> um, uh, going back to the results there from group A Karin Ross one goal in 10 St. Dalton's 1-15 this game was played in Corton on Friday night and the other result was Clonard one 6 Moila one 3-13 and I suppose we were just talking about it off air beforehand lads uh, uh, Kieran St. Dalton's one fifteen, 15 um, Karnaross won 10 Karen Ross, three losses from three games, but still mathematically, if they win their two last two games, they could stay in this championship.
1: It's not matter of think my cousin I was at that and I was just talking to him about the game and just saying like some of the Ultimate players were great, obviously without saying like he McBride, very he, he mightn't be at this young part of his career, he mightn't be dominating the high field and in the middle of the field as much, but his athleticism going up and down the field is incredible. And Breslin, I think, in the forwards, a few different lads he mentioned, mm. I forgot the names. I think it was two penalties as well in the game as well, so there's a bit of controversy too, which is always a bit of crap in Hampshire too. <laughs> but it was a brilliant game from what I heard. You
2: yeah, were, you know, it was. Look, at Ultons were impressive. I wouldn't say they were sensational by any means. Of uh, course, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I walked away from it and I was thinking, geez, that. That's a great win for them, obviously. Um, but it was more Ultons played well. Don't get me wrong, but Karen Ross just couldn't couldn't get it going. I know that they had three lads coming back from Ballyhonas that morning. <laughs> the, the long trek home from honest. they arrived at 8 o'clock in Dublin Airport and uh, they obviously couldn't have been up to the pitch of the game. But just in terms of everything, even when they came out before the game to warm up, they looked flat. They just didn't look at it, to be honest. Which Ulton's won by five. Realistically, they probably should have won by a lot more because they were they were by far and away the better the better team on the base of it. You mentioned it there, Ronan Breslin was sensational. He, everything literally, he was full forward, everything went through and whether he was. Getting the ball inside, dishing it off, or turning and kicking his own points, freeze. He was superb for them. Um, Key McBride as well, yeah, kicked a couple of scores, one off his left boot, one off his right. Um, very good. Karen Ross are still in it. it. It's incredible because in the other group, you might get six points and knock it through, whereas in this group, four points might just do you, depending on how Minolti we've already mentioned. Yeah. If they get another win, that knocks Karen Ross out, regardless of what they do. Yeah. But if Minolti don't, and Karen Ross win their last two against Clonard and Myla, They would go through, which is astonishing. It's a big ask looking at them because they're they're really not not at the pitch of the game. Kit Henry actually had an interesting comment uh, after the game. I had a chat with him. And he reckons that Division 2 and possibly all the hype that went around Karen Ross early part of the year might have actually done them more harm than good in the sense that they were flying in in Division 2. They were everyone's favourites for the Junior Championship possibly maybe got into their heads a little bit and and then obviously they were derailed towards the back end of the league that coincided with two defeats early on in the championship <clears> and everything <throat> just kind of blew up in front of them within the space of a couple of weeks and uh, it's it's going to be a huge ass it's Sharon hard to get there. back up on the horse after that's and that was the game friday night for them if they could have won it they had a huge chance of doing so but um looking at it ulton's ulton's firmly stamped their authority all over the game and almost not Karen Ross out of the championship but they're still clinging on they are indeed
0: we'll just look we'll just <laughs> look we'll just look down at the table there but Liver sitting pretty Wits and Daltons at the top of that table both with three wins from three six points then it's Minaldi on three points Moila on two Clonard on one and Karen Ross with zero points from three games and as we said if they win their last two against Moila and Clonard they will go to four points um, but they need Minaldi to lose their last two games and I don't know if that's that's a big ask that Minolte don't get even a point from their last two. Um,
2: it isn't, it isn't. Uh, like one of them games is against Dalton's I think and mm-hmm. the other game who have Minolte and their other one is this... Who is it? We'll have a look
0: down there. They have Moila and... Uh, Minolte uh, have Moila and Minaldi have St. Dalton's.
2: Yeah, so they're two really tough games on paper because Moila are... Are in the same boat as Karen Ross. Really, they're going to need wins in their last two games as well. They only got their first win in the week or of the championship last weekend as well against Clonard mm-hmm. who seem to be you know the 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 batting boys at that division or that group. But it's going to be interesting. We'll we'll obviously know a lot more after the next round. That'll that'll how how
0: it'll play out we will say absolutely no, no, no. That, that's going to be in a couple of weeks time in group B um, we have the results in here I'm just going to have a look down here and the results from group B there was only really two games played in group B Clamain and Wood three goals and five excuse me and Clanagail. Two goals and 21. That was played on the 27th, which was Friday, was it? Saturday. Saturday.
1: Saturday. Before the Division 3 match, wasn't it? Oh, yes,
0: yes, yes. And then uh, the second game was also played on Saturday, and it was Dunsany taking on St. Bridget's. And Dunsany came away with a massive victory here 6 17 to St. Bridget's, one goal and eight, five goals and nine. I make that 24-point victory. That's a massive victory in, in, in Championship. Kilmainham-Wood and, and Clondegale. Clondegale with a huge win there as well. 27 points to 14 um, against Kilmainham-Wood. And, Wood. and uh, two big victories in, in there for uh, two of the teams in Group B. But Courthoune with a game in hand, Davy, And they use are out tomorrow night. Mm,
2: that's a big game, I think, for, for both teams, really. Uh not say any bet. Vincent's first round in the Championship, but then recovered... Um, to get a win in second round, so they're back in contention. Tomorrow night is, is a huge game. A win would more or less, well, I won't say put you through, but it'll put you very close to going through with six points. So it's a big game for both. But um, looking at the weekend's games, uh, Kieran will probably talk about Dunsany. I was in at the Clanny and Kilmainham Wood game, and uh, the Wood had a great start to the game. They were 1 4 to 3 points up, they were 4 points up after 10 minutes. They had 1 4, and I think they only scored another 1 2 for the remaining 15 minutes. Of um, it was they lost Gary York now. In fairness, midfield who'd be a big player for them, but the lack like they brought on Gilchrist there, who was forty-four years of age. He's just back playing football. Their goalkeeper says to me, he it was his first game in six years. Um, Crosby, he was part of the ninety-six championship winning senior championship winning team. His first game in six years, and lads unavailable for so many reasons. I think they only had three subs togged out, which was desperate to see. Um, and as the game just wore trying, on, training for the up, yeah, <laughs> but no. one in, in 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 all yeah, fairness, in fairness us, like yeah, Mickey yeah. Renix is there and he's doing his he's doing his utmost with them, and it's disappointing to see they actually got promoted out of Division Four this year. gave us a really good game in round one of the Championship too. Um, but but Clan Gale, in fairness, got to got to grips with them after that ten or fifteen minutes spell and. Um, with Eamon O'Donoghue there and uh, lads like that they really kicked on they were still missing Daryl Griffin and Keen Swain as well who, who have to come back into it but Clannagale motor and well three wins from three um, they seem to be the team to beat in the Junior Championship
0: yeah um, uh, absolutely top of that table top of the pile there in Group B but uh, as we said Courtenay uh, have to play St Vincents tomorrow night Dunsany uh, Kieran, your uh, beloved Dunsany got a great victory over St Bridget's
1: yeah, we actually and we had an entertaining uh, day of too. We, uh, we set up two of the lads, uh, the club hero, Christopher, my cousin is actually sobering the team. So I, I took over the the social media duties and we did live updates throughout the whole game. So if anyone is on Instagram, check out Dunsany, GAA uh, Instagram and check the stories. They're quite entertaining. There's a lot of footage actually from the game. So the Core Town Boys might want to look at that for a bit, of, a bit of stats for the next day. But yeah, Dunsany were very impressive now. Uh, they came out of the blocks very early, very impressive. Uh, Horryport uh, was marking Michael Flood, and he never really, never really got a chance to get the ball. He, he where did where did Flood play? Well, this is interesting. The throw in, the throw in, he went full forward, and Berkeley was told to follow him at the very goals. If he goes, if he takes a piss in the tight, it will follow him, maybe. Right. Like, hold him, hold him, not, hold, not, fo- hold hold him, for him. him. No, hold, hold him. him. Okay. Not it. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So he he marked him out of it for most of it. Like as much as Flood we got involved, but very hard when there's. Like AJ Flood was there with him Was struggling Blake centre forward So it's interesting Like and, uh, some, like a lot of that Don't say anybody's be listening and just say hello To all the people listening in It's always We we love the support And anyone's invited in The followers Like the likes of Keith Connell here We've aiming McPeak There's a lot of lads Clonard we're listening uh, Battle, Or Banlock luck. load of lads here And we're all following you So keep listening It's a pleasure to have you on But uh, probably the, t- the player of the match Had to be uh, the, the Grey Goose As we call him uh, the Grey Goose, Pierre Fox, he, he's an absolute magician on the field, he's unreal. And uh, he scored, it was a 2-5 I think in the finish up, and he, he scored it with a counter, like he was brilliant. Uh, Mark Brennan, who's a former Meade junior, uh, footballer and a senior goalie for Meade, was brilliant. He was playing like a minor, he was unreal up and down the field. You had Shane Brennan, who's a Christie Ring winner, come back in the middle of the field, was great. Even uh, because of the was playing centre-forwards, was dictating all the pace of the play. It just really clicked for Dunsany in the night but probably similar to command of Water the bridges looked like they were struggling they had a lot of injuries didn't have a massive panel yeah, yeah
2: just one thing as well um, uh, Dylan Scully playing uh, playing after his father was buried yeah, on a Friday city. morning yeah. um, Paddy Scully so condolences mm-hmm. to them and you know Hats off, fair fair, juice to him for um, for lining out a day later. It couldn't have been easy, but I heard he got a rapturous applause when he was, I think yeah. he went off through injury Did, and yeah. that, and he got a great applause, which which was really nice to see in difficult circumstances for the whole club, but especially Dylan.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's struggle, and that, like the G, we've talked about it so many times in the podcast, I think it's only right to mention again that the GF family and all is all there, mm-hmm. and I think most people who are involved in the GA, like, if there's a bereavement that, they don't want games called off. and and all the kind of pageantry. Some lads actually want games going ahead, and I'd say that's what the Scully family wanted. I'd mm-hmm. say they were asked. Yeah. Did they want the game off, or did they want that? And like, in fairness, they they wanted to play the game, and they gave it a good shot. Like I think, just do clicked on the yeah. night. Yeah. But the bridges, I've always found them an interesting team to watch because they do have a bite in their bite in their tail, like our slap uh, and old pin to get you with that. They, they we struggled against them over the years, but don't say any clicked a lot better now. I'd say, I'd say now they'll struggle the next against Courten. Court are a good team. I'd say they'll be hot favours now to win the. You're team. all right. You can you can do that. The <laughs> talk is up next week. <laughs> uh, I'd say uh, I think is it, one of the hands there from the Vincent's uh, was listening there as well. I'm not sure just from the username which one it is, but the the boys from Mark Atherton listening, in, so they'll be well able to be listening. They'll be looking for you. I hope they didn't the miss. The,
0: I hope they didn't miss the segment where. Where David uh, gave away all of the Cortown secrets. Absolutely. They'll have yeah. to listen back to it. So the individually mean. on separate devices. <laughs> yeah. Of, you know. um, but uh, yeah, uh, well done to all uh, the teams there. Just looking at the division, uh, G- uh, the Group B, as we said, Clonagale six points. Cortown have a chance to join them on six points if they get a victory well, over Winston's tomorrow. Don't say he
1: will beat Cortown by four oh. to seven points. I disagree with you this time, Pat. I think I think Courtney forty-seven points. No, four-two-seven. <laughs> I think I hope that's not forty-seven. Now. <laughs> but I think definitely. I think we'll we'll be wrapping up the mind games now for the next two or three podcasts, whenever we find out with the fixtures on, Because one thing you know,
0: absolutely. And uh, what we'll do now is oh, I think one, these I, are
1: one thing I never mentioned was the money we spent on Declan Smith was well spent. The five grand that we got to fly back. From absolutely, yeah, yeah. He yeah, scored yeah. a point for such at the ball, and he should have scored a goal but in fairness if he spent 100 years in Australia or one minute he, he was never able to
0: kick a goal anyway so. <laughs> that point that he scored at the very beginning sets you up for a massive win
1: absolutely like, yeah,
0: he, money money well spent uh, in group C uh, I think these are results out of David mm-hmm. just after giving me yeah. over um, because there's games going on, uh, uh, on and just finished uh uh right now so uh we have the results in from group c sedgerstown two goals and 18. the at three goals and nine is it or three goals and eight? three, goals and three nine. nine Summerhill 417 Navan matneys uh eight points so that was top against bottom Summerhill uh with a massive victory over the um the strongest team in the group Navan matney's holding everybody up uh kells two goals and 12 and uh dunshottland two goals and nine so um Looking at that, Summerhill and Kells just continuing with their winning ways. Uh, and that t- table is looking a little bit um, more settled now, Kieran, as Kieran nearly yeah. chokes there. But you have, I think you might have the table in front of you, and you might be able to. Uh, no, you don't have the table in front of <laughs> you, I do have the table and the tiers here, but, 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 but uh, Summerhill and Kells that puts them on to 10 points, I think.
2: Yeah, and I think there's there's a couple of teams fighting it out who are going to be fighting out for the third place. I think Sedgisane would be one. That's a big win. There are, there are two wins from impossible, four now, And I think they are the other team who could be fighting it out with them. Um, and Afeen as well might also have a say, but Navin he's cut a drift at the bottom. Summerhill and... Summerhill and Kells, I think full full complement of wins yeah, 4 from 4 their, as far as you know yeah. and uh, then on two we and
0: might second. get Kieran might just get the table up for us there while me and you have a chat about those uh, Kells uh, continuing their winning ways at even, at, at uh, junior level as well mm. Did, were they in a junior league final as well or are they in a junior league final? they're in a the
2: B League division 5 which would be their third team their, yeah. Their, yeah so their second B League team but um, Cormac McMahon not to be outdone by his brother Seamus got two goals today as well Gary Arkins is one that he's a class footballer he's, he's played senior for several years or several years probably donkey's years I suppose you <laughs> could say at this stage um, great man on the Twitter as well he's been carrying the cam, but it's great to see Matt's Young Cormac Matmo stepping up and getting two goals today and helping out uh, carrying the can with the scoring.
0: Right. We just have the, the table up in front of us there now. Summerhill on eight points, Gail Collum Kill on eight points with four rounds played. Wolf Tones with four points, Sancho's team with four points, and Screen with four points, um all fighting it out for that third position. Um uh, looking at it now, Kieran, now that you've stopped choking, uh, <laughs> and you're feeling a little bit better. Um we're just checking here, screen Wolf Tones 2-10 and Screen 11 points so that was the one that we missed so that was a big win then for Wolf Tones um, who beat Screen who were just ahead of them Yeah,
1: so it's it's, again it's interesting there's four games played in that group will they get another junior round in before the seniors play that's going to be the real question obviously because it's all second teams they won't affect the first team clubs yet but Obviously the, the first team clubs like Courtland and saying we will be hoping that the senior championship gets going as soon as possible. So these teams get as weak as possible. As weak as, as, as possible, yeah.
0: Um in fairness scale, Colm Kill, um their senior team is very well settled. Summer Hill senior team is very well mm-hmm. settled, so um you know they, they're you not, never know what could
1: happen at the Golden Races, you, you never know <laughs> what could <can> happen, you <laughs> lots <know>. could come <laughs> missing yeah.
0: Get injuries, uh <laughs> You never know, but uh, that Group C it's starting to uh, shape up a little bit. I suppose you could say at this stage, Gail Kill and Summerhill will be going through to the uh, to the next round, and it's going to be Wolfton, Central, Or Screen by the looks of things. That will take third spot. What would you reckon?
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it'll, it'll probably a lot will depend there on them three or them three or four teams. Uh, looking at it, Central I think I've I've got a couple of lads back as well for that team, and they'll be hoping that they can retain them. I know Johnny Hillson um didn't play it today but he he played against Kells last week. He scored eight points, he will be one that probably will be nabbed by the senior team. Looking at the Kells team, they, they probably won't have as many that that might be used playing senior football. Um maybe Young Muldoon there, he's he's not Adam. of Jordan Muldoon. Could be one that'll be used. Um but you can't see too many others. So will you know, Wolf Tones too could use one or two, so We'll see. as the round score.
1: Yeah. Well, unfortunately, there's no updates. There's three games live at the moment. Boardsmill are playing Kilbride in the Junior B. Slane and the Marys are playing the Junior B. And Bechtov and Walter Center are playing in the Division Two promotion relegation playoff. But none of the clubs are actually live tweeting at the moment. So I'd be interested if anyone is listening to the listen to the podcast of the game, maybe by any chance in their earphones, maybe maybe. T-
0: Texas in the score. You yeah, for real? Yeah. Do, 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 do you really think that nobody is, that those people out there have nothing better to be doing than just standing at a football match and listening to us three? <laughs> yeah, we should
1: never know. You,
0: there's mad lads out there. three mad lads <laughs> <something's laughs> really here in the, in the bunker. So. <laughs> true enough, true enough. But yeah, uh, that is the club scene looked at. Um, do you know when the next round of Junior Championship is? Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. So it's, it's coinciding with the... First resumption round, uh, the resumption of the of senior the senior championship, right, right, right. So uh, maybe a few of them clubs will lose players that weekend, and maybe they they could have two teams out that weekend. So mm. actually,
2: Staines and Screen play each other in both in junior both. A and senior so that'll be interesting that'll yeah. be, that, that's and a, both an of them like the, that's a big game in the junior as much as it is in the senior because both of them are fighting for that third place spot yeah absolutely
0: so, yeah absolutely they but
1: but play at the one Yeah, like the under 12 is play two teams and you they, might the do, they might do
2: that with Vincent's and us tomorrow and play the two competitions in the one day oh, wait, yes. you, could, you could
1: have a gentleman's agreement and then the loser just uh, concedes the fixture on Thursday that could, that could be a gentleman's way of getting to goal now that the official line from the county board. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the gentleman's agreement. I'd never said it the way that.
0: He's just giving you the suggestions, giving you his ideas. Maybe that you've to come up with something. If Galway is that important to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll move on now, lads. Uh, I suppose, unfortunately. Uh, we were hoping that this preview would be um, a much bigger preview, preview than uh, than it is. Unfortunately, it's it's a it's a dead rubber for for um, this Mead team. Um, Mead taking on Kerry in Park on Saturday evening. Uh, is it five pm? Six, 6 pm. Six pm. in I mean, Park there's, there's
1: even a, a bigger game on before. There's a curtain raiser uh, who was a downer playing Kerry in the under twenty All Ireland B hurling final. 3.45 so make sure they're early
0: to see it yeah because there's lots of down and Kerry supporters in Mead no, well, Kerry are playing double headers oh right. let, let them come up to, to Navin and come in and support to the yeah. Yeah. Um. but look <laughs> uh, just to, to just to go back to it like we we were expecting um, uh, it, this to be a do or die game where Mead would either make it through to an All-Ireland semi-final or they would go out of the Super 8s as it is they're going out in Super 8s after this game um. but isn't it absolutely brilliant to have the Kingdom coming to Navan?
2: it is it is great to have them coming to Navan with them having something to play for like yeah. they need a result and uh, we could be the ultimate spoilers in, in the championship in this year and I suppose look at it at the start of the year you'd have taken it wouldn't you, you know, absolutely a, a dead rubber of a Super 8 game against Kerry and Navan. the way it's the way it's panned out obviously it's a little bit different because we will still feel that we probably should have got at least one result from the two games we're after being defeated in, in the super eights but it, it's it's an opportunity and i said it Tandy, the last day it's an opportunity for supporters to get to the game and to come out and show their appreciation for what this me team have achieved this year and um you you have to take everything into consideration and the progress that's been made throughout the league and then championship and um it, it's something that i suppose will we'll be disappointed that there's nothing on the game but it's a really good opportunity for us to actually relax now and play as we as we know we can and let the lads go out and express themselves with no pressure on them and they can just go out and perform hopefully and give Kerry a really good game and make them work for their place in the All-Ireland semi-final
0: yeah absolutely like um, like while well, I'm disappointed that it's not a bigger game in that uh, Mead should be playing for... I'm not overly disappointed. Mm. We, it's our first time in the Super 8s. It's the first time at the top table, top end of, of uh, uh, football in Ireland for a long, long time. And uh, it's just another stepping stone on on the journey that this team are going to have to go through to get back to an All-Ireland final. You can't just go from being where they were mid Table in Division Two, kind of, mm. uh, for the last number of years, <coughs> to being back at the top of Division One, um, uh, just overnight. It's it takes work, it takes progress, and we've got some comments in for, on the old uh, Twitter machine.
1: First comment, first karma coming in from Philly. He's saying, uh, "Just see the way I did that there." Uh, aren't we unbeaten in Navan this year in competitive games? So we haven't lost. Have we in Navin competitive no, games? No, so no. that's an interesting point to raise and then uh, Mr. Anita says again here he says he thinks it's Tyrone's year but he's from Tyrone's so he probably that's why he thinks that he said me promote to Division 1 Leinster final Super 8 good year and to build from it yeah that's absolutely two positive comments yeah. there that's
0: the, that's the thing the three goals we've said it before the three goals were met this year uh, Division uh, promotion to Division 1 Leinster final and Super 8 so we can't ask for much more than that but the disappointing thing is is that we really could have got a victory against Mayo Mm. for sure and maybe you know if we were right in that game against Donegal I think that they're a fantastic team but Mayo were there for the taking I suppose
2: they were I only watched the game back this weekend like for, for various reasons I only watched it back this weekend but um, Can you go through the reasons? No <laughs> uh, Oshie McConville commented on the game and you know he he spoke about the positives for me overall this year and amount, the amount they learn from particularly the young lads and he says the likes of James Connell, for example playing in this they're going to learn a lot more from this experience than they would have had we probably got through and um, came a bit unstuck against Mayo in, in certain times and I think it probably highlights the need for maybe another couple of additions to the squad to strengthen our hand probably from the bench that's one aspect, one key aspect of when we come up against big division one teams, for example, against Donegal Oshin Gallen came on, he's after changing the last two games, he came on and scored a goal on a point, Frank McGlynn was another one that came on last weekend, Andy Morns, and the obvious one you had Keith Higgins on mm-hmm. the bench lads like this, they're, they're hugely experienced players and you only get that from playing at the top level and, and kind of building up your squad, year on year, if that Absol- makes sense. Absolutely uh, the
0: only thing I'd have a the only thing i pull put up on there yeah. is what it, is that especially against Mayo we could have we could have had that game won before Andy came yeah. on what I think is is that the, our lads just need to uh, work on doing doing things a little bit the simple things yeah. a little bit better because that's all that's letting them down at the moment because you can't effort is absolutely brilliant and um, uh, like they're they the way they're approaching these games. The the they the never give in attitude. Everything I, I'm loving all that. They're just making small little mistakes at at, at uh, vital times. And if they cut them out, mm. like we have spoke about it before as well, their, their shooting ratio and uh, 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 like shots to to um, points to yeah. points ratio and whatever shots to scores ratio. It's it, it, it's a little bit low. Yeah. So once they start working on these things and start cutting out those little mistakes and just using the man in the better position it's just sometimes these things are happening and they're the, th- the things that we're falling down on I really think that this team is close really, really close and th- th- they're not far away from from making that breakthrough you're saying about Andy uh, uh, Morn coming on yes, and, and Frank Midland all really well experienced footballers and brilliant Um, but if you're bringing them on and you're six, seven points down
2: you mm-hmm. know because
0: we could have been six or seven points up against Mayo at that stage you know yeah. what I mean when well I suppose Andy Moran came on at half time at half time yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He, he was the exception I, I get what you're saying but I still feel there's oh, there be way, more additions absolutely to, yeah um, and, and that kind of thing but we, we'll take a huge amount of positives from the whole year I, I suggest and um yeah, yeah, Look, it's it's something we speak about most weeks. It's where we kind of came from last year, and we were at such a low end, particularly after the long for long for game. Restored a little bit of pride in defeat to Rowan unlucky, albeit, but uh, it still symbolizes the the improvement. Now, I would suggest that we still, and it's something we probably will hopefully achieve in Division One next year is beaten a Division One team, and that's. We've got close to doing it with Mayo and Donegal this year, and Donegal and Tyrone in previous years. But I think that's something that this group really need to achieve is to actually beat a top team. And um, as soon as we do that, that's going to be a lift, kind of w- or a, a weight off lift the shoulders, up, exactly. Yeah. And and they'll actually realise that you know that's it, it can be done, and it and it will be done, and it'll be just kind of a realisation that we deserve to be kind of playing these teams and actually beating these teams. Yeah, consistently.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and I, I have no, I, I actually. Said it earlier on this year to a few people that I really think that Mead will stay in Division 1 next year. I think that there's a couple of weak teams in there and also that a couple of the bigger teams don't really mm. take the league serious at the beginning. It's no. more towards the end and, and, and it all depends on what fixtures we get and where we get them. Karen Flynn, um, just with this big game in Park tolchon against Kerry coming up next weekend, it's a chance for Andy maybe to... Open up the panel a bit, uh, or open up the starting fifteen a little bit.
1: Potentially, yeah. He kind of, he probably will have to be looking for next year already. So maybe he'll blood some youngsters. Maybe he might give, uh, maybe what well, he's done. In fairness, like to say the banter, Shane Walsh, like will he start these lads? Maybe will he, will he start? Maybe someone else come in from the under twenties. Maybe into the twenty six. Maybe will, will a Scully make the twenty six? It'd be interesting to see. Like, uh, will the likes of Mickey boxy game time maybe potentially a last ever game for the senior footballers? He, he'll probably want to be in the squad next year, but we don't know. He might, he might not. Like He hasn't seen championship minutes this year. Yeah. He might get a go, maybe. Campion. Starting, like, Campion probably deserves a start, maybe. You, you probably want to give, you want to be thinking, where's my team going to be in five years' time? Like, maybe those are the players that should be starting against Gary, maybe.
0: Yeah, getting getting that experience. Not even just against, next year,
1: thinking, well, where's my team in five years' time? start their
0: lads I think get the pain, don't I? A, it, it, I suppose when you look at the, the uh, Kerry forward line David mm. um, it's a big opportunity for um, our, our, our our back line who have been absolutely incredible this year um, to come up against you know more top brand footballers the likes of your Cliffords um, uh, the likes of Paul Genie uh, and them, um, you, okay. Shaming Shaming That
1: Who do you think will Mark? Who
0: that's what definitely. I was going. To, that's that's, that's oh, the point oh. that I was. I was, that, oh, I was yeah. just coming into that. <laughs> and, I, and who do you think is going to be? What what matchups do you think will happen there? Well,
2: I'd suggest similar cuts and ads. I'd say Seamus Lavin I'd be For quite Clifford. happy with Clifford. Yeah. I'd leave uh, Conor McGill on Paul Gainey. yeah Should he play a full forward? I'd imagine he will. He very rarely does play anywhere else. Um. Uh, Seymour O'Shea is probably a little bit different Paul Carnan has played centre-back for us um, I might be inclined to put Donald Kogan on him if if you know if I if I was picking it uh, on Sean O'Shea on Sean O'Shea
0: Sean O'Shea I thought you said Seymour <coughs> O'Shea he did he did say that
2: sorry. yeah sorry did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, going, uh, we're not playing Mayo again are we yeah yeah <laughs> Jesus. that's a Google track from Castlebar. to have yeah yeah Sean O'Shea rather on the forty. Yeah. so yeah um, They'd be the type of lad. Stephen O'Brien is, is a different one. He tends to kind of drop back and run, which is something that possibly James McAtee would be uh, suited to, you know, following him around and being comfortable going into our forward line to yeah. to where Stephen O'Brien traditionally carries the ball from. So it'll be interesting to see the matchups Um
1: Look at Kerry. Our, Kerry are a serious team. Sure, and just have to pick the team, and so that's it, though. <laughs> yeah, it. God, God, just I walk into the yeah. di- walk into the meeting and go, lads. Here I have Just the sheet. There's the team sheet. And if we lose, just say it's it yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a win-win for everyone. You know? Exactly. But it, it, it's
0: um, uh, it's great. It's great that we're we're getting to to see Kerry uh, travelling to Navan and um, like I suppose you would always associate Kerry with the beautiful game and the whole lot but I've seen them in the last couple of years a lot and they are a very, very defensive team so they have
1: yeah, one statistic and I know uh, Mr Anidas if you still listening now live he will love this one because the black card was brought in because of Sean Cavan but since its inception Kerry have the most black cards you know, black cards at senior inter-county level like, yeah, so very cynical cute they're tourism crazy, comes to mind doesn't it like, you know. it's funny
0: I saw them playing this year against Cavan in uh, kingsman Raffney and uh, at halftime, Cavan were coasting four points up and looked absolutely fantastic. Their two main players on the day were Ciarán Brady and Darren McVitie. And they were having an absolute storm, or so they were. Um, and uh, uh, five minutes into the second half, both of them had gone off injured. Mm-hmm. And both of them had been nailed. So they had. So
1: Are you implying that it might have been tactically done? Well,
0: uh, I, could, I, I could I could go, deep, I, could go yeah, I could go a little deeper, I could go a little could go a little deeper into that so I could. Um but uh, it it just shows you that they they you know they're not afraid to to look at a team and say, Right, he's playing well, he needs to be mm-hmm. taken out.
2: No, and I suppose that comes with experience too. Mayo did it to us last weekend in, in uh, Crow Park and i suggest Dublin did it as well in, in the Leinster final. It's what the top teams do, let's be honest about it. Tyrone have been, you know, well Past masters of exactly, it. Um, exactly, yeah. in, in a previous I life. nearly
0: someone like us for saying that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but, but all of these top teams are well-seasoned and yeah, it's cynical. Some people would call it cute, other people would call it... Um, Dirty. Dirty, yeah. (laughs) But ultimately you do you do exactly but you you do anything you can in your powers to win. And I think with with time we could be sitting here and Maybe answer questions that our lads are at in a couple of years to see out games as well.
0: Well, you look back at any of our teams uh, that won All irelands and yeah. they were well adapted to the, the dark, dark arts, so yeah, they were, you yeah. know, um, and uh, well able to do it. And you know, none more so than, than Mick Lyons, who was an absolute uh, rock at the full back uh, uh, in the full back line and There's a rock when he was him, coming out. The international <laughs> rule, wasn't it? And <laughs> was your man, he was playing
1: against Australia, it was, your man was such a brilliant, the full forwarder. Uh, the Big Dipper or whatever his name was and he was a big professional big lad and he supposed to clocked Mick Lyons and he laid about the ground like dirty enough blow but Mick never got him back basically but then the following year the test was in Ireland and all of a sudden the Aussie crowd were like the big dip is on the ground the big dip is on the ground and Mick lines just standing beside him there like looking at him like, it's, <laughs> took him a whole year to get him but he got him <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah. well hopefully and they needed not understand like, the, how could you hold a grudge that well platform. hopefully
0: this time next year as you said we're looking back and going um, you know it yeah. was uh, we, we took out a couple of Donegal or, yeah. or Kerry yeah. or, or uh, Mayo players it's a uh, uh, it's a chance for these players to to gain that experience as we said against these top teams and they're going to need that going into Division 1 next year later.
2: yeah and it, wouldn't it be fantastic if we had a victory under our belts going into Division 1 to do that and take huge heart and huge momentum into uh, the 2020 season and the league to actually have that win and that weight lifted off our shoulders that we can do it and as I, I don't know who was it that mentioned, it could have been Fergal Lynch. On talking about game, he mentioned talking about um, making Navin a fortress for next year, so to speak. So that by getting a win this year, and it's something that one of the guys there in the comments said that we're, we're unbeaten in Navin this year. Wouldn't it be brilliant to go? Yeah, the Wouldn't be
0: brilliant to go the year, the yeah. full year unbeaten? Yeah,
2: in Navin. and and two championship games in Navin the whole league campaign in Navin going into Division One. That would stand us in good stead then to get hopefully four home games in Alvin next year. Win your home games. I always say this and I always say it about the the teams in in club football going into higher divisions. Oldcastle are the prime example. Win your home games. And try and pick up a pint or two if you can on the road. Save them one by the time the bus gets to La crew you know. Like, yeah, but, <laughs> you know, like the, 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 but but that's but like the, that's a whole that's the whole part of the thing to make the experience as uncomfortable. And look at the the dressing rooms in Avon aren't going to be glitzy and glammy by this time. By this time next year, it's going to be a couple of years down the line the likes of your dubs and carries yeah. even in this world, they're not going to be used to or accustomed to coming to places like Park
1: Talton with the walls falling down. And <laughs> Paddy Neal's is saying, yeah. probably if we keep going as well our developers have to split Mead too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there'll
0: be no borders. I tell you now, Paddy Neal's, there'll be no borders going through the middle of me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dominic
1: um, Brady just goes, we've said a man in the podcast here, he says, Old Castle and Balabracchi, just laugh out loud, Two hardest away grounds, like definitely, they're definitely yeah. up there. We might have that as a poll or maybe a segment sometime. Yeah, that's actually yeah. good, yeah, we'll yeah, What's then. your what's your toughest uh, or your longest commute? Yeah,
0: game, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get Google Maps out for that one. And l- lads, all just we'll <laughs> to say is uh, best of luck to um, Andy Mcatee, Donald Curtis, Finian Murta, Jerry Cooney, and Colm Nally, the management team of uh, Mead this year. We want to wish them the best luck in their final game uh, of the Super Eights and the final game of the year uh, for Mead uh, in Park Touch next Saturday, six p.m. with to take on. Carry and wouldn't it be great as we've already said to get that victory and keep that one hundred percent or keep that unbeaten record in Navan this year, uh, lads. That's that's everything for the podcast. Have we got any other business uh, from the county board, Kieran? Uh,
1: the right house draw has to be mentioned. Draw coming up on the twenty eighth of September. Sponsored by Glenview Homes. We're starting to get it Where not. is the draw this time? Uh, it's it's probably it shopping t- centre t- again. Potentially is again. We just haven't finalised that yet. Okay. Well, I'd say it will be like. Uh, the big thing, they would say, the social media, hopefully, the advertisements are starting to hit people. You might notice maybe on the Thursday before the game at Crow Park last week that all the Instagram and Facebook, Twitter ads were starting to hit people. I was being bombarded with them, and it was great to see. So, mm. you have a chance to win a house for 100 euros if that's the avenue you want to appeal. And then like we said before, you rebuild in part also, whatever avenue you're giving money back to your club. There's loads of different avenues to appeal to different customers. So, just get your tickets. Well, well, that, uh, that's
2: just a, that's an interesting point as Kieran made like the clubs are benefiting by getting 15% of their total income from ticket sales mm-hmm. so it's in the club's interest to really push it like I know some of the clubs benefited hugely from the first draw mid-series yeah and Avon O'Manis I think as well nat- naturally enough but then there was town teams that didn't so it's a, it's a great chance for you to actually do your bit for your club as well as actually um, getting yourself in the, in the draw some, some
1: clubs have had great ways of doing it just say you know the way you could match a few balls in the lotto mm. or the bingo or like that and you get a 100 quid be given out so haven't they giving out the 100 quid they're giving a ticket yeah we're doing that now as well yeah, so and, what's happening is you're actually getting 15 euro back on yeah. your own 100 quid so you're exactly. actually working it out well so everyone's benefiting. The person who wins the prize is getting a chance to win a much bigger prize than €100. Euros. So instead of giving out
0: €100, Euro, you're giving out 85 Is that what you're saying? Well, but that's for the clubs to know, yeah. not for the people to know. Yeah. Now they're no, going to feel like they're no being well, No, but <laughs> if, you're, if you're part of a club, yeah. No, no,
1: yeah. no they're getting... But the big thing is they're actually getting a ticket which is worth potentially three hundred grand to them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's yeah. the big thing too. Sure. There. Yeah, and they're getting that probably. They might have some people who did the bingo. They mightn't have wanted a ticket, but when they get the ticket, they probably feel.
0: I, I have my ticket uh, for the draw, and I just want to just for everybody to know out there that it's not unusual for the people holding the draw to win the draw. Number eleven, <laughs> Mickey. Number eleven. <laughs> Nicky, number 11. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm looking at it upside I'll probably, down. I'll
1: probably be doing Facebook Live or Twitter Live or Instagram Live on these things. Or should they call it me ticket? Like I, I have a fair chance to win. Well, just some reaction on the Twitter so. as <laughs> well. <laughs> um,
2: just, just something else about tour. winning. I'll bring in our predictions, which is going to be up and running in two weeks' time. So it's uh, megapredictions dot um, club championship predictions so it's the start of the, or the resumption of, of the senior and intermediate championship and round four of the junior oh, a, a championship All oh, right, round four of the junior mm. A okay so we obviously couldn't have one for this weekend because it was
1: limited enough fixtures in and junior A and
0: you were trying to get ready for the Galway races <laughs> so <laughs> that will
1: there's yeah, just too many hurdles you know like too many fences to have <laughs> <laughs> listen
2: <laughs> you have two weeks to get your uh, things in there's 200 euro worth of prize money as well I'll be hitting you boys next week for your predictions and we'll be running through them in uh, when we're previewing the next round
0: of championship fixtures, so finishes maybe. You don't know, so. <laughs> you're you're just sitting there thinking of a uh, horse racing. He's actually googling it. The yeah, I'm yeah. actually googling that. Yeah. So no, no other business, lads. Um, no, one thank everybody. What about you, Mickey? Um, any, other business? any other business from me? Uh, like
2: uh, no, we, you never get to. Like you always ask <laughs> us, and we never get the chance to ask you. Gosh, I look, I guess,
0: look, I'm only here to look after yous. Well, you're, you're you're ready for that. No, um, just to say thank you to everybody who uh, uh, interacted and listened in on uh, the old uh, Periscope Twitter machine, and um, uh, thanks again for. Uh, for listening to the podcast again we will be um we will be trying this uh on a weekly basis uh putting it out in periscope so you'll be able to listen in live or you can catch up on any of the podcast um host sites we're on all of them i think at this stage so we are uh, spotify um soundcloud google um google podcasts itunes so you'll find us out there um that's it for this week um, come back next week we will have more results and more previews and we will have a review of the Mead v, v Kerry game in Park Talshan. and don't forget we are Mead why it matters more